Hello, I'm Gui. I'm Afif. And I'm Long. And you're listening to Copy Overflow, a monthly podcast about software engineering. So, this episode is supposed to be about my career. What do you mean by supposed? <laughs> it is. It is. It is going to be. Okay, so where do I start? I don't want this to sound like a biography or something, but just now I think we were talking about how I get into tech at all. So I need to start way back before I start working. I grew up in a very rural area. Naturally, my community is not very familiar with tech. The closest thing I got to is, I'm not sure if the younger generation is familiar with the concept of cyber cafe. Oh my god, that brings back so much memories. They're quite net cafes overseas, right, I think. That's the closest thing I got to get in touch with tech. And the closest thing that I get into like programming related is we check out this open source online game bot using SVN. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Your first exposure is straight away check out SVN code of bots on SVN. Most of the time I hear people say like, oh, they, they change CSS and the page change color and like, wow, that's fantastic. That's how they get in tech, right? And you straight away jump the gun and it's like, I'm making bots. <laughs> I didn't even know that's the version control back then. I only know that I need to follow this step to get those things appear on the computer that I'm using. So I guess this was before GitHub. So you were getting this open source stuff from like SourceForge or something. I don't remember where source code being hosted. The cyber cafes I go to, right? They always wipe everything once your session ends, right? So unless you spend the whole day there, how could you get a bot working? I can't even get any simple bot working within a day. Oh, that says a lot about me, but anyway. <laughs> The thing is, I know the owner of the cyber cafe, so they would let us keep our bots. <laughs> <laughs> and then a couple of us, we check out this server emulator, so we start our own server, just a couple of us play on. Long's origin story is like true hacker origin story. The whole HTML CSS thing comes later when we start to have friends too. Yeah, and customize some layouts. And after that, after I got my own computer, I learned about things like blog. Was this like pre-uni or during uni or? It's pre-uni and I continue toward uni. I guess. That's sort of my whole story about getting into tech very late before I got any formal education on tech, which was computer engineering that's supposed to be a mixture of electronics, engineering and computer science. But that's a problem. There's very little programming involved. I didn't know about things that computer science students learn. Well, I mean, we probably touched like database design. Exactly. I didn't know how to create a database at all. To be frank, you're not missing out. Lah. We don't do like, you know, second normal form, third normal form transformation nowadays. So when I took the OOP class, I sort of fell in love with OOP because it's easier to map the things that we want to solve in real world. So I would learn more. That's when I stumbled upon this Oracle certification. <laughs> Was it Oracle then already? No, I'm reviewing my page. It was Sun Microsystems. I mean, we keep saying this, right? But from our point of view, Long isn't that old from me and Afif's age, lah. So yeah, I think when I first learned Java as well, there was still Sun Microsystems. Yeah, I guess we were in the awkward transition period when I start to study for that certifications. I took all these Sun Microsystems study materials, and then when I need to sit for the exam, is for Oracle exam. You were saying you really like Java when you were exposed to it through your OOP class. Right. Was that the only motivation? Oh, they also offer student discount, so... Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, why not, right? I mean, fair point, fair point. Yeah, nothing to be ashamed of. They, they offer all those free study materials as long as you're a university student. It offers me a path to learn more about Java. I didn't know where to start. Taking an exam would give me a path on what to learn. That's 
how I got my first quote-unquote professional certificate before I got my degree even. What was the certification? It's not relevant anymore because... You mean the certificate is not relevant or Java is not relevant? Oh! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Dangerous water there. But yeah, it's Oracle Certified Associate for Java 5 slash... Six. I guess if there's any one advice I could give is look out for this sort of certification before you graduate. Take advantage of all these certification and free training courses. If they are not offered by your university, just ask. That certificate actually make me stand out when some organizations come to our university to look for talents. I always get picked to be interviewed. I actually found my first job through this sort of interviews. They come to university to promote their company. Word of advice, don't always take their word for it. <laughs> Do your own research. I think it's a very normal trap a student after you've worked for a while then you will realize the lingo yes look for the things they didn't mention usually companies won't lie to you outright but they are very selective of the choice of words they use yes so be careful with that I landed my first job in this it was a consulting company right they work for clients yeah the clients are banks we write internal software for banks when we complain about banks in all the episodes in this podcast right? <laughs> were you just talking about your own code no all this software that, that we built are internal facing still I'm telling you some of them have very bad UX and the developer had no say in it was there version control there was what CVS CVS I've never heard of that it was very slow and it was very difficult to use just to clarify this isn't because Long entered the industry many many years ago it's just because of the environment he was working in we were working in this very rigid team where you didn't have a lot of say on how you implement the requirements there's a template to do a lot of things but to be fair i learned a lot because as a fresh grad i didn't have a slightest clue on how to work on the code base shared by at least a couple dozen of people and i learned about database a lot basically mm. <laughs> from scratch right. and I learned about web app so the time you were working on like JSP is it? yes and the concept of MVC and we were using Ant for the build system yeah. but no one mentioned that we were using Ant because those are just some scripts that we have to run so your senior probably say oh just run those scripts exactly <laughs> it was that kind of environment right. but I got curious I actually studied a lot of database during my commute to pick up the things that my computer science peers already knew <laughs> when you pick up a job to require things that you didn't know you have to pick it up in a non-so conductive environment you probably have to pick it up on your own time there were a lot of teams uh, I sometimes I need to move between teams. Oh, one thing we will issue desktop computers when you move site. You have to lock <laughs> the monitor and the CPU and the keyboard and the mouse. <laughs> also, you weren't working in like your own office, right? Yeah, we're on client sites most of the time. That also means the network that you have access to are very strictly monitored. You cannot run your bots long. <laughs> <laughs> not only that you can't even look up for YouTube tutorials because you know YouTube is barred oh <laughs> you, okay. uh, you want to learn something get a book upside of it is you have to learn all the stuff through books which arguably is higher quality yeah higher quality more curated and I learned about the software development cycles how works are done from end to end from code to deployment to train your users how to use the things you wrote I guess that's most of the thing I learned from my very first job. Moving to my second job, due to some personal reason, I have to move back to my hometown. I landed on this a lot smaller company that still do consultancy work, but this time it's more like customizing CMS for SME business. Even though both companies do consultancy, but the environment here is very drastically different. When I got hired, I was the only developer, so I was hired to do one-man show. This is the opposite of my previous job where there was a lot of structure, you just follow steps. Here, nothing is 
establish <laughs> no version control there was zip files i have to establish version control and i have to do hiring teach the developers how to work with all our code base i have to scaffold a lot of things the upside of this is i have a say on basically everything as opposed to having no say in anything at all i get to introduce git i also get to introduce a lot of shiny new things like css preprocessors responsive designs coffee scripts oh coffee my God. script oh okay so this is oh this was oh wow yes oh. when coffee script was new it was quite fun i get a lot of freedom i learned a lot about consumer end user whereas all the user in my first job attended some sort of training to learn to use this very complicated system that i have to deal with i should move to my third job which is still my current job how long have you been there eight years i think i guess you're gonna retire there <laughs> who knows what? What? You want to be very careful what you say, huh? I mean, I'm in the opinion there's no shame in staying in a company as long as you're still learning and growing. Nah, I'm not shaming you. <laughs> that's that's, that's sure. no issue in that. This is where I met Afif and Gray. This is also my formation period. I got a lot of people to teach me how to do things. Whereas in my previous jobs, it's either like follow steps or there's no steps to follow at all. <laughs> no one knows how, what's happening. I'm not even sure where to start in, in, in this like seven, eight years I stay here because I had a couple of transition. Couple is uh, putting it lightly. I think it went from working on like a Java app to doing a SaaS product. <laughs> very complex SaaS product. When I first joined, it was a very small team. We were just maintaining a couple of Java-based apps. This is the first time I have experience working on product. The apps that we have are treated as product. They are not project. It's not something that we build, customize, maintain for a little bit and forget about it. That means uh, the approach has to be very different. You need to think about all the long-term consequences of the decision you make. A year or two later, we acquire a SaaS product and that's where I joined a team that's working on the SaaS product. Originally, we have this LMS learning management system. We customize for each customer and then we try to combine the LMS into this new SaaS product that we have into one platform. I was involved in this team that tried to introduce some internal API. I get introduced to AWS, GraphQL, serverless concepts, more modern front end like React, Angular. Sometime later, I got switched back. But this time, we are not working on Java apps anymore. Uh, I got the opportunity to introduce some new concept again that I learned from working on the SaaS team. You're basically building a SaaS-based extension. Huh? SaaS-based extensions. But yeah, I think that sort of sums up. No, you haven't touched about UX. Yeah, there's so much more to unpack there. But I guess because we don't have time. We're running out of time. <laughs> Look, this always happened with Long, right? Because of his name, everything <laughs> longer. Long. longer than it needed to be. Along this way, I also got infamous for extremely annoying pull request comments. <laughs> you have to give an example. For commenting on, you know, new lines, missing space here, variable names. You know, I picked up the habit of putting periods in comic messages from you long. Sorry. And then like, when I switched company and my, my colleague actually asked like, why do you put dots in your comic messages? And now I don't put it anymore because you're not here with me. So <laughs> not influence anymore. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. And also during this time, I guess I pick up the interest on UX. Still as an engineer, I did not becoming a designer. I guess it's like the UX or rather the human aspects of software development that I got more interested in. Yeah, if it's not already obvious enough from our previous episodes, like the design. Form design, yeah. The last episode, we were talking about accessibility. Yeah. <laughs> right, like, before we wrap up, anything you want to promote? I know last year, you were doing the once a week kind of thing. 
I'm a bit disappointed that you oh, know, you're continuing right. that. But Substack. Pressure, oh, right. pressure him, Afif. Pressure yeah. him now. No. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it. Yeah, okay. So Long used to do like a weekly like thing, things that he learned or news mm. that's happening. Uh, he used to do like a weekly blog slash post slash update kind of thing. And then he stopped doing it this year. I actually genuinely enjoyed the content. They're very simple, very like digestible. Though it's not like something like point to an article about very complex stuff. It's just like what what he's thinking about. That's you should do that again. You don't have to draw draw yeah. a full flesh. <laughs> full flesh. I think that's what consumes yeah. most of your cut time. The, cut the drawing, drawing out, the just just flesh. put the like tiny bits like I learned oh, this just, thing yeah, and then just, I found out this thing. We're not saying a drawing is bad. Yeah, like like use what Afif been tweeting about. Like use the doll e doll e right? It's pronounced doll e. I don't know <laughs> yes, what it's pronounced. Yeah, use that to draw. <laughs> but I don't know what license they allow. So uh. that's also one thing I enjoy learning. Even right now, I also tend to organize some study groups in my current jobs. Mm. Organizing these UX chapters uh, in my current job, where we talk about UX and learn about anything UX related among engineers. Yeah, let's wrap up with promotion. Anything else you want to talk about or promoting yourself? I guess I have Twitter and personal blog. Yeah, there's not much. Follow Copy Overflow, I guess. Uh, even though we might stop doing this. We'll stop doing this soon. Still, uh, I enjoy like talking random stuff with these two guys. Yeah. Well, in- <laughs> indefinite hiatus doesn't mean we won't come back someday. So, yeah. yeah thanks, Long, for sharing. Uh, I guess you can wrap this up. So, as Long mentioned earlier, follow us on Twitter, Copy Overflow. We are also available on all major podcast platforms, which includes... Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and of course, we are on YouTube. Long, say the thing. Your episode, say the thing. I wanted to say don't let your career overflow. I'm not sure what that entails, but anyway. <laughs> you should let your career <laughs> overflow. Be abundant. Do a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, okay. don't, work, don't, don't work yourself to death, but try a lot of things. All right. Thanks, Long. Thanks, everybody.